Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 41 of the Clean Simple Free podcast. In this week's episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing Jenny Brereton, a clean beauty coach and a very talented hairstylist who discusses avoiding ingredients in your cosmetic products that are harmful for both your body and the environment. If you enjoy living greener, you're going to enjoy this episode. So for our listeners, can you introduce yourself? Yes. Um, So my name is Jenny Burton. I am a hairstylist as well as a clean beauty coach. I help women transition to non-toxic beauty products, giving them the confidence and knowing that what they are using is healthy for them, their family, the environment, and not harmful to animals. That's great. I love so much about that. What do you like to do for fun? I actually, I love binging podcast. I have two kids, so we go to the pool a lot because we're down here in Florida. I love Florida so much. I grew up in California, and I can honestly say Florida beaches are much prettier. Are they? I think so. I feel like down here, it's a little less crowded. Yeah, and I kind of like that. Oh, totally. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And just the fact that the sand is white and the water is blue, it's just like so like idyllic. (laughs) Yes, love it. That's one of my favorite places is to go to the beach, which is why we moved here. Where did you move from, if you don't mind my asking? We were up in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Wow. So that's quite a a change. (laughs) I decided life was too short to be so cold all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So for those who don't know what a clean beauty coach is, can you give us a little insight into that? Yeah. So um, a clean beauty coach is, I'm just kind of almost think of it as like your teacher. So Um, I have a program set up so that way I can guide you on your clean beauty journey. So I help you to recognize like the different toxins. So you make sure that you're not putting toxic ingredients that are in your beauty products on your body. So I kind of coach you along the way, just showing you how to identify those and then how to find healthier alternatives. This is something that I love to discuss with my eco-conscious guests. As someone who has spent many, many hours of research trying to figure out which products are cruelty-free, environmentally Mm -hmm. friendly, safe to use, the list goes on. On your website, you mentioned that you take the guesswork out of which ingredients to avoid, which I can totally appreciate. So how do you simplify this process for the average person? Yeah, so um, I have a PDF that's downloaded. First, I have a freebie that people can get. So it's a smaller version. So when you're first getting into it, it's not too overwhelming, but it has some of the common ingredients that you find. But then in the program, I have a more in-depth PDF that you can download that gives a lot more of the ingredients and the top ones. So that way, when you're looking at your products, you're going to start recognizing there's a lot of the ones that you find are in majority of products. So it's very easy to recognize. And then I give you different resources. Like you can use um, a couple apps to think dirty and EWG has one too. And they don't have everything on their site, which is why I teach people to learn how to do it themselves as well. But those are great resources when you're in a pinch. So I kind of help give you that kind of take that out of there by learning the common ones. Awesome. People find that through your website or... So my freebie is on my website and that will give you the smaller, like a, like 10 different harmful ingredients. But then the more in depth one is in my program called impact with clean beauty. Can you send me links to both of those so that I can oh, yeah. go ahead and link to it in the show notes? Cause I know yeah, everybody sure. would love to see those. So in your press kit, you say what you put on your body is just as important as what you put in your body. Can you elaborate mm-hmm. on that a bit? 
Yeah. So um, I had gone through this like health journey trying to figure out like why I was always not feeling well. And so I was always concentrating on like healthy food to eat and trying to work out and doing things like that. But I never put into the thought of, oh my gosh, what I'm putting on my body is just as important because what I'm putting on my body, 60% of what you put on your skin gets absorbed into it. And it's within, it's in your bloodstream within 26 seconds. Wow. Yeah. And so if you think about it too, like some of the different things we're putting on our face, whether it be like a chapstick, lipstick, or even sometimes lotions or, you know, different things, like anything that's by your mouth can go into your body by swallowing it. So if you're thinking of those different things, or if you're a nursing mom, or you have those babies and they're skin to skin, all of that is something that can end up in, in your body. And some of those products um, are, have those harmful ingredients that can actually be like cancer causing, they can be hormone disruptors, all these different things that you don't realize because it's not regulated. So you actually go beyond hair care and into skincare and cosmetics and things like that. Yeah. So I hit every category of what you put on your body, whether it's your body care, your skincare, your hair care, your makeup, your nail care, anything that you're going to put on your body. That's so great. That's really helpful. And I actually, I've, I haven't ever really contemplated whether my chapstick is something that can be harmful or not. Yeah, because some of those have petroleum in them. And so when you think of those different things, and I think I spread this statistic before that said, I think it was like 60% of lipsticks contain lead. Oh, wow. Wow. And you're like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. I worked as a makeup artist for Clinique for a number of years, and they do a lot of allergy testing and things like that. But um, I never, ever thought to look up the ingredients of what they actually use in their cosmetic products. Yeah. And you know what? Makeup is one of the harder ones to distinguish because when you go to the store, especially like lipstick, you're buying a tube of lipstick, but you can't see the ingredients if you're just buying the tube. A lot of the makeup, you actually have to do the research online. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. And to me too, like if I have to research online and I'm having a hard time finding your ingredients then I feel like there's just lack of transparency. Mm. And right there, I'm like red flagged. Yeah, definitely agree. You also mentioned cost-effective strategies when starting Mm -hmm. a clean beauty journey, which I love because it's not easy for everybody to just make that switch all of a sudden. So what's an easy way for someone to start without just throwing everything in their toiletry cabinet, like in the trash? This is part of the guidelines that I give you in the program is you will go through like inventory of everything you have and then check the ingredients. And I always say it's a good idea if you can do it with a friend because then you can kind of share the cost. Like what if, you know, we go in and buy like a travel size of like a body lotion or something and I don't like it, but you love it. So we kind of split the cost there and then you get it. So starting with smaller trial sizes, you can share it with a friend. Some things is you kind of have to look at what you need to replace. Like by looking at what you own, some of it I'm sure is fine and it doesn't have the toxic ingredients. And so then you would almost kind of outweigh like number one, start with lipstick because of the lead and then start with like you can pick one category. So maybe just do your hair care and start that way. And then as you make your plan, then you can say, okay, I just ran out of my foundation. So now I know I'm going to switch my foundation to this one instead. So you can do it as a small process 
because otherwise that is way too expensive to switch everything out at once. Yeah, very much so. Okay. Yeah, I think that's great. Just starting small. Like Mm -hmm. typically when I talk about organizing and decluttering, you know, you're not going to just declutter your entire home in one day because that's impossible. So Mm -hmm. in the same way, you can very much go through your toiletries, cosmetics, things like that, just bit by bit, category by category as they run out and look for less toxic solutions. Would you agree with that? Oh yes. 100%. And I even say too, like when you're starting do that, like, I can't tell you how many women sit in my chair at the salon and tell me like, Oh, you know, I found this random product underneath my sink. Like we kind of hoard some of our beauty products and you're like, so are you holding on to things that either a, you don't like B you just forgot you had it, which means you don't need it. So I kind of like the idea of simplifying, like you don't have to own everything. Just own what you actually are going to use. Yeah. And this is a bit off topic, but I think sometimes you've probably experienced this since you are a beauty coach and a stylist. You've probably mm-hmm. experienced people who want to feel better about themselves. So they go out and they spend a ton on a bunch of different new products, maybe just not even any research included and just kind of stock up. And then a lot of those things go unused in our cabinets. Yeah. I think because it's, it's that whole thing. Like we have clients, I've had a client before, you know, she's like, what can I buy? And I was like, honestly, you, you own all the different hair products that you would need for this style. And she goes, so I can't buy anything. And you're like, you don't need anything. <laughs> like sometimes you just want to buy and you're like, you don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's really cool that you do that because so many hairstylists will encourage you to just buy something, even if you're not in the market to look. So the fact that she was looking to buy something and you discouraged her from that because there was nothing she really actually needed. That's very cool of you, I think. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So I'm curious, when did you first become interested in cosmetology? And also as a second part to that question, when did you decide to make it your mission to educate others on potentially harmful ingredients in hair care products? So first part is I wanted to go to cosmetology school when I was in high school. And I remember kind of being thrown off the idea for a little bit because I had met a stylist who was like, oh, so hard. You have to know so much chemistry and all this. And I was like, oh my goodness, that is not my area of topic. So, but I decided like, you know, I love art. I love connecting with people. I love making people feel beautiful and just talking with them. And so I just, I went for it. So I think I was 19 when I went to cosmetology school. And from there, about six years ago, I started renting my own spot. And so with that, I'm completely in charge of all the decisions I make meaning what products I want to carry too. So I made sure to look for companies that had the same values that I did. I want everything to be sustainable. I want it to be cruelty-free, bonus if it's vegan. I don't want the harmful products. So I try to make it my point to, to look for products to carry and color to carry too that I knew would be healthy for me and my clients and the environment. And then from there, I've always loved to educate my clients and to, you know, if I find a resource of something that I've just discovered, I love sharing it with the world. And I constantly am like making tutorials and just trying to give them all the information that I can find 
So that way they can be a conscious consumer as well. And then it came to me is that, you know, if I'm sticking with just who's in my chair, I can't reach the rest of the world that's out there. So that's when I decided like, you know what, I'm going in on like doing this online beauty as well. And I'm going to try to spread this message because the more people that are part of this, the bigger the impact that we have in standing up to have these companies take care of us, you know, like don't put out this harmful stuff. Like it's not good for any of us. And a lot of people don't understand it because they weren't educated on it. So I feel like if I can do my part and just share all that I find out with people, just so that way we can start having a healthier world in every aspect, then that's my mission. I think that's so great. You mentioned enjoying the art of transforming someone and that must be so fun Because I know when like friends have been like feeling down and gone in and gotten a really dramatic haircut or totally changed their hair colors, I'm constantly changing Mm -hmm. my hair color just because it's a fun way I can express myself and change my appearance and everything. But then also I love so much that you're educating them on these harmful ingredients and these more sustainable practices and everything. So Mm-hmm. You must just really enjoy that. I do. It's, it is such a huge part of my day and it brings me so much joy. And just to be able to see too, I love the big transformations and um, I bet, I bet those are really fun. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yeah. Cool. Very cool. Well, um, I'm yeah. sure a lot of people can appreciate that. And then of course the impact of having your website available and out there and everything just to kind of like you Mm -hmm. said, make a greater impact. That brings up another question, which is where else on social media can people find you? I know you're on Instagram and you have a website. Where else can you be found? I am on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I have my website and I am on Pinterest as well. Okay, great. What is the best way for people to reach you on social media? The best way is either uh, to Instagram, like DM me or send me a message on Facebook. Okay. Perfect. And you said something when you first emailed me that really stood out in the best way possible. You said that you believe all small changes make a significant impact, which is something I can totally stand by as well. So can you elaborate a bit more on that? Yeah. So this is one of my biggest things. I think that if we all look at where our values are and try to make small changes each day to fulfill those, we can make such a large impact. So that happened when I decided to become vegan. I was like, if we all just gave up eating meat one day, you know, it makes a big impact to the environment. If we all, when it comes to beauty, if we all stop supporting companies that are harmful to us, the environment, animals, we'll make a larger impact by not supporting that kind of stuff standing up. So I feel like everything we do stands up to show our voice and what we believe in. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. And I have to admit, this is something that my listeners may not know. I'm 30 now, and I started out as a vegetarian when I was 18. I um, just kind of really was upset by a lot of the things that I was Mm -hmm. learning about, just the animal industry, the meat industry, and everything like that. And then um, my doctor actually told me, I'm not going to dive into health issues, but I had a severe like B vitamin deficiency. And I was, okay. I was not taking the proper supplements or anything like that because a lot of B vitamins you just get from 
animal proteins and stuff. So my doctor actually prescribed me to eat meat, which I feel very emotionally conflicted about. So I try to just buy like free range, you know, just really like the least hurtful as it can be type of thing. Um, But that's something I've been struggling with, but I still do. You know, we do meatless Mondays or I'll have vegan dishes and I'm hoping there's some Mm -hmm. kind of workaround I can do here because I could not believe that my doctor actually prescribed me to re-include meat into my diet after so long. Well, you could just, you could just do the vitamin B12 supplement, which is the one that you're mainly missing. Yeah, that's, but even but even that, like you're still making like the most conscious choices that you can. And that's where I feel like all of those, those small changes and those things like that all make a huge impact. So it's all and the thing that comes down to it too, is when you're making these choices, it's your own personal journey. So whether you want to be vegan, but you're going to have meat one day, then you're a flexitarian or, you know, <laughs> flexitarian. I like, like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, but I I really appreciate people who pursue a vegan lifestyle. And um, I guess I was just avoiding those those vitamins because I was like, no, that's still made out of animal proteins and stuff. So yeah, that's something that I've been kind of conflicted over over the last year as I very, very slowly introduced meat back into my diet. And um, so yeah. Yeah, that would be hard to not for so long. Yeah, yeah, it is weird. Random (laughs) tangent, but... I know. <laughs> um, let's see. I guess that kind of wraps up all the questions that I wrote down. You're so concise and okay. precise about everything. So this is, this oh. is yeah, this is like an excellent interview. Oh, is great. there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up the episode? Anything I haven't touched on? You know, I think that all I want to say is that when you are making a choice to have a healthier lifestyle in any which way, just to remember too that it is your journey and always write down your why and that helps to keep you motivated, helps to keep you on track and it helps to keep it yours because it's so easy to get judged from others or to put that judgment upon yourself that you don't think you're doing it perfect. But no matter what you're doing, you're doing it right for you and you will make a difference. I absolutely love that. Well said. Well, thank you so much for coming thank on you. the show. Um, I will definitely. Oh, thank you for having yeah, me. It was a lot of fun. And um, I will definitely link to everything in the show notes. Everybody check out Jenny. She is awesome. And check out her Instagram page thank because you. there are a lot of great things on there. So thanks again for coming on the show. You can follow Jenny on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and just about everywhere else online by visiting the links in the episode description. Stop by her website or social media page and just say hi to her. She's super sweet and super knowledgeable on all things clean beauty related. You can also tell that she really cares for the environment as well as her clients. Quick announcement before we go. I am taking a summer break for the next eight weeks, but I will be back September 15th. I'll also release a full-length statement with more details on that very soon. Enjoy your summer, stay safe and healthy, and remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life. And when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free. See you again soon.